Consideration must, of course, be given to the fact that the names mentioned are used by the divine scripture in its, in its exposition of the creation of things. For in Job, it says, Who is the father of rain? Or who begot the drops of dew? Out of whose womb came the ice and the frost from heaven? Who engendered it? Therefore, lest nothing more be understood by the words for paternity, sonship, and generation, than the efficacy of creation, the authority of Scripture added something. When it was naming him son and begotten, it was not silent about his being God, so that the generation mentioned might be understood as something more than creation. For John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That by the name Word, one should understand Son, is made plain in the sequel. For he adds, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, the glory, as it were, of the only begotten of the Father. And Paul says, The goodness and kindness of God our Savior appeared. Neither was the writing in the Old Testament silent about this. It named Christ God. For a psalm says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. You loved justice and hated iniquity. That this is spoken to Christ is clear from what follows. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. And Isaiah says, A child is born to us, and a son is given to us, and the government is upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, God the Mighty, the Father of the world to come, the Prince of Peace. Thus then are we taught from sacred scripture that the Son of God, begotten of God, is God. And Peter confessed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He said, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. He himself, therefore, is both the only begotten and God.